0: So loud, Good lady. I've got you turned up so much that lady was telling me that it was recording in progress. It was like screaming in my ear.
1: Oh God, I know that. I know that voice.
0: All right, how's it going, Mickey?
1: Oh, not bad, camp Very hot today in the street. That is sticky. Yeah, post out uh, that devastating deluge that occurred on Friday, and it was supposed to rain actually more today, but it's just been really as of sort of 11 o'clock it's just seems to have been getting hotter and hotter and more humid and more humid it's a bit gross really
0: yeah so i went out for a walk this morning early not early not that early but seven and it wasn't raining when i left but then it started raining and i absolutely soaked ah uh, but that was right well i was walking the dog because i've been dog sitting yes so our uh, yeah so horrible storm like feel really lucky that our house is pretty much fine. We sort of sit up high on North Cote Point, and then all of the... So we've got quite steep runoff on both sides, so the water just goes straight away. But I was just showing you the photo of the houses across the road, and they've had a massive slip. Oh, Because yeah. they are right, right on the side of the cliff, like right where the bridge, if you know Auckland, right where the bridge hits the north shore. They're on, like, sort of the southern side of that bridge, and there's, you know, beautiful spot right over the edge of the cliff looking over the harbour and uh, yeah so I'm not sure what they'll be able to do about that and funny story about those houses is that probably they've both already been sold to the government because they were supposed to be gone when they were putting the cycle when the plan was to put the new cycle bridge the second plan of the cycle bridge over yeah they were forced to sell their houses wow so I think at least if they did get forced to sell their house when they really didn't want to, then there's some silver lining to that is that now they don't own a house that's hanging off the edge of the cliff.
1: That is true. And the government owns it?
0: Yes, I think so.
1: So, so I think it maybe... Compound all the problems that the government has. Yeah. Now they own houses yep. that are about to collapse into... <laughs>
0: <laughs> into the ocean.
1: Yeah, into the ocean.
0: Yeah, so yeah, not nice, but yeah, no, I don't. Maybe the corner of the house could fall off, but it's hard to having a look at that photo. It's hard to imagine what they would do, like how they would actually build that back up. Like it's yeah. so, it's like a cliff. I know there's no, this you know, there's no well, and they wouldn't because you because couldn't. of the, that, that you bit, even here, yeah.
1: stilts in
0: to sort of nah.
1: like then try nah. and hold that deck to. Ah, oh, I know, yep. yeah.
0: It's just like I oh, know that land's gone now.
1: Yeah, total. Forever. Interesting. We were looking at just a news report earlier today. This is related, but a tangent. And Chris Hipkins' new PM, was surveying the scene, and his fatigues. Oh, oh that's like, cool. Army fatigue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so similar story. So, I'll keep it anonymous, but the where I was dog sitting, he's an MP, the yes. dad of Luna. Dad of the dog. He's an MP, so he went out. He, he shot off this morning. He actually had to sleep in the airport last night because oh. the airport was closed, so he was yeah. off to somewhere, so he came home. So I'm not I'm supposed to be dog-sitting the whole weekend, but I'm done now. My duties are over. Two walks. But, yeah, he shot off with his social media guy and his gumboots this morning. <laughs> so he didn't have his army fatigues on, but he did have his gumboots to go off and get, in, get amongst it to see what was going on. Good on and, him. Yep, yeah, good on him. I was just yeah. thinking, man, being a politician is actually a pretty hard yeah. um, job, especially with as much flack they get for it. So I'm glad that these people are willing to go out and do it. Yeah, he's no, a good guy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he's an yeah. excellent.
0: He's an excellent man to yeah. vote for. So.
1: What I did, what I was thinking actually was, as I was driving home from the gym this morning, was just. Like it feels like in some areas you just never seem to get a break, you know. Like it's just been thing after thing after thing after thing for like the last three years. And then then I hear on the news that apparently because like a couple of days ago I heard that was going to be some relief in the fruit and veg prices because Mm. the sun's out, things are growing. Oh yeah. And then I heard on the news, well, it's probably not going to happen because of course the Pukakoi growers have now lost all their crops and. I'm like, oh, things are just more expensive. And it actually cost me more to buy pumpkin than it did meat. So, can maybe we need to go carnivore.
0: Yep, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And I don't... Is it a thing that it's too wet to get potatoes out of the ground? We were having a discussion last night about it's too wet to get... It's just too wet to get to harvest the potatoes.
1: Yeah, I admit
0: And I suppose once... Potatoes is probably a thing. I, I have a feeling that potatoes is a thing that you can harvest early or harvest late. Yeah. It's not like it's not like we've got to get them out of the ground. Now, otherwise, it's too late. Yeah. Cause, but I don't know. Maybe they rot in the ground because I know they, they last for a long time once you get them in.
1: They do. And again, tangent but related, I bought low potatoes today.
0: Nope. You, <laughs> well, so you didn't buy any? Oh, low tato. I thought you said no tatoes It's like I oh, so you so you're telling me you didn't buy any didn't potatoes. Buy potato I didn't buy any. I didn't buy the potatoes today either.
1: <gasps> Did you? Well, well, I bought low tattoos. Potatoes. Uh, apparently low carbohydrate potatoes.
0: Well, that's very interesting.
1: It is. And I don't know how they qualify that claim. I think I want to write to the manufacturers to ask them to share their nutritional analysis data. If I find it, I'll get back to you and the Yeah, I
0: mean I mean well, that just means it's lower, doesn't it?
1: I think so. It, well, it so does, just... but actually, I've, I've, my revelation over the last month is that potatoes aren't actually that high in calories or carbohydrate unless you eat a truckload of them. But anyway,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like to eat a truckload of potatoes with quite a lot of butter. So
1: <laughs> maybe you need the low potatoes then. Yeah, low
0: no potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably need them. no. I think I probably need the no potatoes.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yep. Anyway, number eight podcast in New, New Zealand. Leave it. In the entrepreneurial category, hosted by a male and a female. One of them lives in Northcote Point. (laughs) One of them lives in, where do you live? Scott Point. Scott Point. Scott Point.
1: Yeah.
0: One of them has two cats. If you filter the categories down that much, we're number eight in New Zealand. (laughs) Congratulations.
1: That's amazing, Cam. Cheers to us.
0: (laughs) Yes, because I remember in one of our first episodes, you said that there probably isn't that many Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial podcast coming out of New Zealand, which must be true because we're number eight and that's we've only got like 10, 10 episodes and four listeners. So,
1: yeah, well, that's good. Well, thanks everyone for yep. listening.
0: But anyway, it's an opportunity.
1: It's definitely an opportunity. an opportunity. Totally. Because yep. I really don't like thinking in that deficit model of, oh, we're only like this because there mm. aren't anyone else. Like you don't think like that in life, actually. Instead, yes, you're like, yeah, oh, you know, you just, well, that's awesome. We're just going to climb up from there.
0: Yep, you you can only compete against who else is on the field. Absolutely. Yep. And anyway, so today in our last episode, we talked about twenty twenty two and how things went. In this episode, we're going to talk about our goals, but sort of battling a little bit to figure out what my goals should be. Yeah. For this year. So we did talk about how. Oh yeah, yes.
1: I was. No, you go. You go. Yes, cause,
0: because because you know, I did reach my goals last year, and then I was reconsidering whether they were the right goals or which goals to follow on for. So maybe we should talk about your goals. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll help me.
1: Yeah. yeah. Figure
0: a few things out in my head.
1: Well, with regards to what twenty twenty three looks like for me, well, it is continuing to grow my signature offer, Mondays Matter. And in order for me to achieve that, I need to get increased brand awareness and exposure. So a lot of my goals center around being able to do that. So in part, it is a matter of advertising. So for example, Monday's Matter right now is being advertised to the audience that knows me. You've set that up, haven't you? No, I
0: haven't, but I will.
1: Yeah. There Sorry, let's go. Let's go. At that to yep. The list. Yep. So part of it is increasing the awareness of the program for the people who know me, but but and mostly it's actually about just increasing my exposure to people who don't know me. And so Shh. that's what a lot of my activities and business will be centered around probably this year, because that's the way that I am then able to grow and develop as a brand and get more people on board I suppose yeah it feels like when I say it like that it doesn't feel that specific if I'm honest but it's
0: no 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 it's not specific at all which is sort of challenging really but then that's your like that's your that doesn't mean that it's wrong it just means like this needs to be broken down a little bit more but you have that as the overall goal and then you start breaking it down more and then you figure out, yeah, yeah. And then your strategies, and then it's like individual actions that you need to take to make that work.
1: Yes, and uh, and that's it. And so one of my one of the strategies underneath that goal is to put paid advertising behind a couple of my lead magnets, and you and know, I have talked about this, but then also create a nurture sequence of emails for those lead yeah. magnets that get people in and then they get to know me via a link to a podcast or an Instagram post or a recipe or something like that so over the course of that you know maybe it's five emails in 10 days or something like that for one of my lead magnets which might be my protein ebook or it could be my fasting webinar they get more exposure to my content via these different sort of methods so so that's one that's a couple of strategies with which to sort of increase my exposure. And another one is trying to get on other podcasts, actually. So putting together a, a sort of a bit of a pitch, if you like, to yeah. then go on other people's podcasts as an expert in my field to my exposure. there. So I do actually have, particular strategies in and around it but I'm just sort of formulating what they look like and in fact I've got a meeting this week with my mastermind group whereby we're going to be sort of breaking down a lot of the strategies and sort of filling in all those gaps so I don't feel like I have no direction but it's just being able to clarify it properly
0: yeah so should we take some tangents maybe we should take some tangents because there's lots of good stuff here to talk about Yeah, let's. Because it's like around that goal of like broadening your audience. So we've talked about this before, like a lot of people coming into business and marketing and stuff sort of broaden their audience and attack that audience in the same way they attack their existing audience. But then we've seen like just looking at the ads that we were putting on for your last webinar, the Ability to convert someone to go to your webinar who doesn't know you compared to your existing, existing audiences like chalk and cheese, you know, like basically no one signs up to exactly, exactly the same ad, any difference is the audience. So no one signs up to like as much as they can read it and see all of the benefits that are there. They don't know, like, or trust you. They don't like and trust. They don't like or trust you because they don't know you. Yeah, so right. first they have to know you, then they have to like you, and then they have to trust you, and that's just to get them to sign up to a, a webinar. That's- so, yeah, exactly. So the, uh, the the way that you do that is like you know, in marketing they commonly talk about it as a funnel. So if you visualise the funnel like that, and then the top of the funnel is where you get the broad as many people into the top of the funnel and it completely narrows down towards the bottom of the funnel. And then only a small amount of the people that were in the top end up all the way down to the bottom because the analogy is it's like a leaky bucket. Yeah. So there is always going to be some leaks and you want to minimize them. But the idea is you when you're advertising to your new audience, it's it's all about the contents and offering values to get them to know like and trust you. So then at some point they'll end up seeing the ads or your posts or something about the services that are paid or the webinars or something. So that's like a long term thing. So, you know, you need, so you need to be constantly broadening your audience. So at some point down the road, they become, then they're in your audience of people who know like and trust you and then they're way more likely to buy that. So, it's a long, long way of saying that you should never just be advertising your products and services to people who don't know you. You need to be well, advertising something else.
1: Absolutely. And I think one of the things I've learned is that boosting your posts just as a boost is really just sort of almost a waste of money because you're not curating your message for that particular audience. As I understand it, it's not a good way to build your reach actually it's just by boosting a post. You have to actually create it through Ads Manager. You get a much
0: yeah, yeah. And um yeah, boosting was something that Facebook really just chucked in to make it easy to earn money for them. Yes. Cause it makes it super easy for people to pay for advertising and yeah. no real like, especially when they first launched that, like the the goals of the ad were really vague and you weren't sure what you were actually you know, advertising for and that like the the ability to choose an audience was really limited as well. And so, the of course, because it's so simple to create those ads, the effectiveness isn't going to be there. So, you know, if you can put in the the effort to use the proper more advanced ad tools, then you'll be better off.
1: Eva, I've got to say that whilst it it's very apparent now for the reasons why it wouldn't be successful to people who don't know it. You know, it, I understand why they like me would have gone. Oh yeah, boost it to Facebook, bring mm. out to everyone. Like it's, like it's all it's it's a bit tricky, really, because people who use the that sort of boost feature, they're not marketers. They're they're just like you and I who are trying to market a product or a service and are thinking that this is the sort of tool to use. So I can see how people get a little bit and like do it, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And like everything in marketing, everything lo- loses its effect over time. Yeah. yeah. As it becomes saturated, more people do it. Like right? It's just yeah. the nature of it. So, you know, when you're first boosting post, it might've actually been all right. You know, you might've actually got some better reach and yeah. stuff, but you know, and trading the ads and ads manager, it takes a lot of time. Like it's actually, it's a process that is actually quite difficult and is definitely a, it's a bit of a, you have to jump through some hoops and it's a high barrier Really to enter if you're if you're a business owner, but you're doing everything else in your business as well, and then you're trying to run comprehensive Facebook ads and tracking conversions and all of that sort of stuff.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: And one other thing, what else did you what else did you say? What else did, um, were we talking about? Your goals. Talking
1: about brand exposure, going on podcast, like putting myself out there to podcast. Oh
0: yes. Another. So. Thing. Yeah, so that's like, I think there's, they call it a concept of an earned or a borrowed audience.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, your existing audience is earned yeah. through all of your posts and stuff like that. But a really good way to extend your own audience is to borrow someone else's.
1: Nice.
0: So that's when you do, like, guest posting on a blog or you appear on someone else's podcast. And, you know, most of the time those are, like, free. Yeah. In terms of if you don't pay money for them and you might do it in exchange. Yeah. You know, you borrow someone else's audience and they can borrow yours. So that could be things like podcast, guest blog posting, like featuring in someone's newsletter.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, your email that goes out every Monday, like that would be a good place for someone else to borrow yeah. your your audience, or you could get on someone else's newsletter to borrow their audience so I guess that fits into like the partnership side of yeah sure Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so these are so that's sort of my from a business goal that's my goal my my overarching goal for 2023 because I think once I develop that in addition to continuing to enhance my skills on social media and 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 things like that as you do then that over time will sort of build the business up as I said. I mean, there are lots of other little strategies in and amongst that, but that's sort of the initial things that I'm working on. And I have a feeling that other things will come from it actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So thinking a little bit more about my goals, thanks for sharing yours. Yeah. I've been thinking about it as you've been going. Yeah. So I'm sort of thinking because I sort of set revenue goals last year
1: yeah
0: and like revenues, I guess it's a good goal to have, but like it's very I mean how do you what are the things that you need to do like what are the what are the other things that need to be true yes. for you to increase your revenue yeah, and one of them is to for me I'm like I need more customers
1: or so then like, pricing.
0: yeah higher pre- yeah yeah, yeah higher price yeah more so lower costs more customers or higher prices. Yeah. So I mean reducing costs is pretty limited to what what you can do around that unless you're like unless you've got like massive scale, you know, where you can change make small changes to reduce costs. So that's not really something that I can is worth spending time on. And increasing prices, I think I will do that this year. So that's just I mean, just due to not having increased prices for a long time, yeah. and probably having reduced my prices more than anything yeah. to try and get more growth. But to be honest, reducing my prices didn't increase my growth at all.
1: Yeah, interesting. I mean, so
0: overall, there. overall, really just decreases your your revenue because yeah. pricing is a funny thing. You know, we've talked about this before. It's not just about you lower your prices so people are more likely to buy. Like prices, a Price is a big indicator of what people think your product is worth, yeah, you know if you're telling them it's only worth this much, then they might not see the value in it just based off the price and then then you have to think about the price sensitivity of your customers, but I think for what my product offers, like the prices are way too low,
1: yeah, and just
0: what it takes to maintain all those features, but anyway, details. But I think the one that I really need, I want to really focus on because it makes it easier to think about the things that I should do to make that happen is to get more customers.
1: Yeah.
0: And then it's like, oh, what do you need to do to get more customers? Well, you you probably need to get more coaches to know about you. Yeah. To know, like, and trust you, like, well, like what you were saying.
1: Yeah.
0: So I really need a bigger top of the funnel as well to yeah. reach more customers. Yeah because a lot of my stuff's like working okay like a, a certain percentage of people who come to my website sign up for a trial and a, per- a certain percentage of those people end up on a you know paid plan so it's yeah. just like if you fill the top of that up then that can that machine can just continue to work so you now I just need to think about how I'm going to get so yeah Need more customers, so then I need more people to know, like, and trust me. So then, how do I do that? Could be what you're talking about.
1: Yes.
0: Partnerships. Yep. Borrowed audiences. Advertising. Yeah. It's like awareness type advertising. Yeah. And then some other stuff. Not too sure.
1: Increase. But your... basic. I was going to say, I guess, suppose it comes into increasing your audience, but the scope of your product
0: if there was a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could change the audience. Yes. I can make the audience bigger. Yeah. Not smaller, not be as specific. Yeah. Not be just for running triathlon endurance coaches. Yeah. But it could be for, uh, you and I have talked about this, any coaches wanting to deliver coaching programs to their clients in a way that saves them time. And that could be all sorts of coaches.
1: Like nutrition coaches?
0: Nutrition coaches such as yourself who, you know, and it's a good signal, like who are the people who are the most successful already using my platform? So, yes. Yes. Raising your hand. Yes. That's you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're one of them. So, but then I could say, I could also say that the other most successful coach using the platform
1: yeah
0: as a running coach so but then does that just mean you stay broad so then you know it's a balance you gotta find because the broader you go the harder it is to like articulate that this system is for someone
1: i'm gonna push back though because yep we are in the service industry and the transferable part of what you're able to provide, what you provide, is actually transferable across different services: mm-hmm. nutrition, running, triathlon, health coach, life coach, Yep. that kind of thing. Be-
0: because maybe because it's about a niche, right? It's a, so it's important to have a niche, regarding then you whatever size of it it is, like. Niches can be massive. Yeah. Well, they can be tiny. It. Yeah. But then maybe the niche isn't about are you a triathlon coach, a running coach, a nutrition coach? Maybe it is the niches that you deliver group training plans, group programs. Yeah. Group, yeah. maybe you deliver programs. Yeah. Maybe you deliver programs that are based on dates and actions that clients need to
1: input daily uh, or weekly yeah. or that kind of totally yep
0: so maybe and maybe a niche down to the problem yeah not to the specific type of coach and coaches is a niche yeah so it's just like do, why why do I necessarily need to niche all the way down yeah and am I just like restricting myself to so, example, I was on LinkedIn.
1: Yes.
0: LinkedIn sent me an email saying I've got $500 of free ad credits. Amazing. And I, so I went on there and I'm like, okay, I'm like, i just use these up. I'll create an ad. And then I'm like, so then it gets to the targeting bit.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm like, so oh, who, what profession do you want to target? I'm like, running coach? Nah, and there's no... There's no specific targeting. And this is a problem I always have. Triathlon coach, no, no specific targeting. Nutrition coach, yes. Ah. Life coach, yes. Yes. So just in terms of the ease in which you can reach that larger group of, and basically that tells you already yeah. that there's way more nutrition coaches and life coaches around than there is running in triathlon coaches. Otherwise, there would be a specific targeted audience in the ad platforms. Yeah. None of the ad platforms allow you to coat to target things. So maybe that's, you know, probably if I was looking at this, if I knew what I knew now in the beginning, then I just went on to the ad platforms and went, can I even target these people with advertising? And if the answer is no, then it's like, no, the niche is too small.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah.
0: So, you know, I've been having conversations about this every now and then yeah. working towards, which I think is where we will go towards, is like a a tool with a narrower feature set, but a broader audience yep. tackling a more specific problem.
1: If that's the case, then maybe that's what you need to work on, Cam, over the next however long is actually a timeline and a strategy for that, so it happens.
0: Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so I just need to work out Yeah, where I put my time. Yeah. Now I just do I just have to go right. I'm just gonna have to put all my other plans for my specific stuff on hold. And just go, I just need to test this out, and maybe it's not maybe the test isn't actually building anything straight away. It's like maybe even using those maybe using my five hundred dollars worth of LinkedIn mm. ads to just like put up a landing page saying yeah. what i'm what I'm planning on building more and see get people yeah 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 see how more, see how many people are actually interested in the problem you know the landing page will be about the problem that's solving you know like delivering might even just start with delivering group coaching programs you know and i think i think like a common thing is people try and deliver group coaching programs with a online course platform
1: like kajabi or yeah yeah and and things like that yep
0: yeah, which are really good at delivering courses, but not so good at delivering programs. Yes. You know, structured programs where people need to do something on a specific day or five things on a specific day. Yep. Not like a self-paced course that someone can do to learn about something. Yeah. You know, especially because these coaches are more specific. They're not like trainers or educators where teachers or whatever you know it's like it's actually I'm gonna be I'm going to prescribe something very specific for you to do yeah on each of these days yeah you know and, a, and an online course system just doesn't cater for that well enough so I that could be like the the hook like stop nice. using your course builder to try and deliver your coaching programs
1: yeah nice and that's actually
0: good mm. i mean you people work, like
1: actually that is good
0: yeah it's like oh yeah i am using my i am trying to use my course building software to try and deliver a program and yeah it's not how i want it anyway okay good good nice can I'll, uh, I'll procrastinate on that for a little while
1: do that <laughs> and then we can update. And, you can update me next week on. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, no, that's and good. In fact, this is quite a good accountability thing for both of us to report back on how we're going. Actually, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the main reason why we wanted to do it. Doing this totally. Yeah. Yep. And to be number eight in New Zealand entrepreneurial category podcasts.
1: To be fair, I would quite like to be number seven.
0: Seven. Well, that'll be. That might be next week.
1: That I mean, I haven't even. Really-
0: I haven't even told anyone that I'd do a podcast. So I've I got at least
1: met- yes.
0: I've got at least two friends other than you. Yeah. Three if we count Barry.
1: <laughs> He'd listen.
0: <laughs> he loves you. <his laughs> <listen. laughs> yeah. Uh, he loves you. That's why he'll he'll just you're
1: all right as well. You're like his brother. Oh, good. You're like his English oh, brother Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about procrastination, just cause like a because I do a lot of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Not but well, not with all things. Yeah, Like, you know, like people, you know, sometimes you're good in some ways with some things, but you're not good in the same way with other things, which is weird because you don't, you know, people say do one thing, like people do one thing, like they do all things, but I don't think yeah. that's true. I mean, I don't even know if anyone actually said that I might've just made it up.
1: No, people, like, people assume it. And it's so, like, yeah. people I talk to about diet. They, are high flies in every part of their life mm. and cannot sort their diet.
0: Yeah. So it's yep. anyway. a myth. That's a myth, then, isn't it? Total. People can be good at some things and not other things. Yeah. So a few things have come up recently. So I've spent the last like four days or something messing around with some issues with performance and training tilt. So. This history goes back to something I did a while ago that I thought this is probably not that efficient. And this is talking how to code-wise how, how it's built, like how it stores and pulls data out of the database. But it, the way that I did it was the best way to make it easy for customers. So I did it that way. And then all of a sudden, because things always tend to happen all of a sudden, mm. well, why are you going down? Going up, going down. Oh, your desk is going up. You were going down.
1: Going
0: yeah. <laughs> Ordered a standing desk. Actually, it's arrive. It should arrive um, sometime next week. Amazing. I'm set up a second office. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so I did something that I knew that probably wouldn't be perfect, and I thought, oh, I'll I'll get that out there, and then I'll fix up like the performance of that later when I have more time. And of course, and then that's something that's been in my head, and it's like, oh yeah, that thing I hadn't forgotten about it. I'm like, oh, that thing. And then I even did another thing that was similar to that thing because I had to, but I didn't do that thing at the same time, which would have saved some time. Anyway, so during the week, that thing came and bit me on the ass, obviously, because all of a sudden, everything slowed down for a specific customer who used that thing the most. And then so I've spent the last three or four days hacking around, trying to sort that out. First, like fighting the fire of it, tidying up the data and all that stuff. And then having to spend three days writing that thing when I had a bunch of other stuff that I needed to do. So that's one thing I procrastinated about that came and bit me in the end. The other thing is our roof, our extractor above our Ah, stove top, has had a little bit of a leak coming through it for like a few weeks. And then I'm like, should do something about that. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, well, it's not that big a problem, so we'll do something about it later. And then, and then what happens? We definitely Auckland definitely has a giant, much. yeah, a giant storm,
1: yeah,
0: and the water pours out of that thing all over our stovetop. Mm. So it's always a challenge because you can't always just do these things the first time when they need to be done because sometimes they're not that high a priority. But you need some sort of system to make sure that they don't get left to when it's already too late. Yeah. So it's like, I can't do it. You're not just going to do these things when you first know about it because they're not that high priority at the time, but you know there will be a high priority. So scheduling them in. And then I have this other thing that I need to deal with. Which is getting my blood tests done uh, before. Do no. Mm. <laughs> no, but it's it's the same thing. Yeah. Except the stakes are a lot higher. Yeah. Like, what if I don't get my blood tested for another month or two months? And then something terrible happens from the results. And now will I be like, oh, if you'd oh, done your better, blood yeah. test, if you'd done your blood test three, Oh, two months ago or whatever, then we would have caught this earlier and everything would have been much better. So
1: so what's the I guess with So
0: that comes to one of my other biggest weaknesses around goal setting and planning is I don't like to plan stuff. Mm. I don't like to go oh, on and plan out like the whole year of, like you're good at, I'm going to plan my year out, I'm going to go here, you're traveling and then the stuff that you're doing and blah, blah blah so all I need to do is really just schedule those things in like okay so you know that this is a problem now you know in your head that you're going to need to deal with it all you just all you do is just schedule it in to a point when you know that you have got a little more time and then when that time comes you've got no excuse why you can't
1: yeah uh, you fact, can't do just it. keep so, bumping it because that would be the other yeah possibility. yeah possibility just don't bump it just put it in and just make it that it, you just keep it there
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good once I've got stuff in my calendar. I just don't like to put stuff in there. But yeah, self-awareness.
1: Self-awareness, Ken.
0: Self-awareness is good.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so you're off to...
1: um... LA tomorrow. Los Angeles. Yeah, Santa Monica. Santa Monica. And thankfully I'm able to, so no international flights today because of the airport. So, mm. but I think it'll be fine tomorrow. fingers crossed it'll be fine tomorrow. So probably we will do this from some sort of well, I will do it from some sort of brewery cam.
0: Oh yes. Excellent. I wonder if I need to also be at a brewery. Oh, I think that's I do. Excellent idea. Yeah. I think I do. And then we can compare notes yep. around the climate. The um, beer. The beer. Yep. The ambience. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Sounds great. And so you are you are doing, you're going to your business coaching thing? Yeah. Give us a rundown. Give us give us a lowdown on that.
1: Yeah. So basically it's a two-day in-person event, Thursday and Friday. And I'm headed over there on Sunday. Oh, so it's actually our Friday and Saturday it will be on. I'll just see some clients because, of course, I'm on Zoom for a little bit of the week. But I've paired that back a little bit. And we are looking at um, that strategy that we've discussed sort of earlier today. So that's why I'm a little bit like think I've got some ideas on to sort of the overall goals for what I'm doing but actually that's gonna that's gonna be much more fleshed out in the meeting which we probably won't get to for the next podcast that you and I do but we'll be able to in the subsequent podcast yeah be able to tackle so I'm really looking forward to that that should be good and it's sunny and that'll be nice and it's crisp but sunny and I'm okay with that because that's what sweat is for
0: yeah yeah so it's I mean it's February in Los Angeles so
1: Mm.
0: I think you'll still have great weather, won't you? You still have amazing weather because I That's think nice. they have amazing weather most. Yeah, and they've had some really good surf swells coming through as well, so mm. maybe you need to get, get yourself out there with your <laughs> surfboard. No surfboard. Might borrow one of yours. <laughs> yeah, one finally arrived back from um, Jetstar. So, well, we never talked about it. We, uh, did we talk? Oh, I don't think we've had any episode since we were in the Gold Coast. No. Yeah, so we went to the Gold Coast, Nicky and I. Had a great time, but my surfboards never arrived. And then decided to buy one. Oh, geez. which isn't the worst thing in the world because you now I really love the new board. Amazing. So so Jetstar had lost my surfboard. And I should have known when when I was like, Oh, where do I take my surfboard? And she's like, I'll just lean it up. Just lean it up over there against that pillar. And my colleague oh, will come come and get it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, should I not just take it like down there where there that big basket is that everyone, all the other ones are? And she's like, No, 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 it's all right, it'll be fine not fine so you didn't have my support and then they just they kept contacting me asking me whether I'd received it yet or not and mm-hmm. I just kept saying I no, I haven't received it have you sent it yeah. <laughs> like, well we're not too sure because sometimes they don't fill in the system when they send it out and I'm like okay so then then I'm like well it's day five now and we're so we're going on back to New Zealand in two days so if it does turn up please don't send it to Australia Yes. Because it would be no use to me. And so I just sent it to my New Zealand address. And then so then get back to New Zealand. And a week later, I get an email from the lady from Jetstar Baggage and at Gold Coast Airport saying that my surfboard had arrived.
1: Oh, mate.
0: So then, they, then I'm like, well, I'll, you know, I'm in, back in Auckland now. And she's like, oh, yes, sorry, sorry. I do see that there's a note here saying that if they do find it, to send it back to Auckland, but obviously whoever sent it didn't see it. So then they sent it back to Auckland, and then I still kept getting some phone calls and emails asking me, has your surfboard arrived yet? And I was like, no, not yet. And then finally it got delivered. And so now I've got nine surfboards, I believe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I could potentially borrow one. You go. Nah, just joking. But is that just a bit of an indictment on the service of Jetstar in general? Yeah, just or the, the systems. Yeah,
0: it's okay. the systems. They don't. They haven't invested or thought about improving their systems. So I got the impression that there was like four or five different organizations or contractors involved in it, and they probably were not sharing the same system for tracking the baggage so there was a lot of manual things going on and not a lot of communication and potentially some people within that system that didn't really care that much I would say yeah. a mixture of all of those things you know so yeah you
1: know and if it probably should a bit complacent yeah And someone might have been procrastinating actually I would say so yeah yep.
0: so happens. But anyway, flying in New Zealand to Melbourne in a week. So, (gasps) yes, I'm going away. So I go on the sixth. I'm only going for two nights, so that's for my surfing course.
1: Awesome.
0: So, Cale Brock, who I follow on YouTube, going to do his surfing course at um, Urban Surf in Melbourne, which is the wave pool.
1: Brilliant.
0: The the man-made wave. So really looking forward to that. Bit nervous. Looking forward to it. Been practicing. Awesome. Been practicing. Yep. So hopefully to come back a much better surfer than when I left, which will be good. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we will catch up before then, though, because I'll be in Santa Monica. You'll be in Auckland, New Zealand, at some point. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Brilliant.
0: Maybe we should. Yep. Maybe we should try and catch. Oh, you. I think you might be travelling when I'm in Melbourne. Yep. So yeah. So we won't probably won't catch up then. All right then. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Did I I will I'm going to try to procrastinate less and I'm gonna get my blood test done and send them to you. So Amazing. you can give me some free advice about yeah. my about my blood. Happy to. All right.
1: Sweet Catch day. you. See you. Bye.